BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Total Car Score Podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Welcome to what I call the most unproductive time of the year. Some people call it the most (laughs) wonderful time of the year. Well, I actually don't like it. I mean, there's no trips, there's no shows, there's nothing all shopping and that kind of stuff <laughs> what do you think lauren things you don't like to do <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's right that's right javier you have to find meaning outside of work this time oh of year God. it can oh be tough God. i'm gonna make up a trip for myself <laughs> i think <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that is i hope you had a good um thanksgiving week and um, you're ready for the last month. Can you believe it? We're already pretty much in December. It just makes no sense. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I, crazy. I escaped the horrible weather, but I did get to test the full capabilities of a Bronco Raptor, and that was totally cool. Um, we finally got delivery of ours, and, you know, a freak snowstorm in Buffalo, and then suddenly I'm like, the weather channel's like, hey, can you get down to us? I'm like, I can. So I, that was, for me, that was sort of like the highlight of the month. But then the next afterwards, that next day we could fly out. We flew out to Florida just to escape. <laughs> so now we're all in warm weather right now. Jeez. Exactly. So we saw each other in other warm weather place in Southern California for the World Car of the Year test drives, and then the LA Auto Show that I missed a little bit. I think you you did too, Lauren, right? Right. I had to head back, uh, and I, I there wasn't really too much anyhow, which is a shame. We got a early preview of the. Yes, that was worth it. Exactly. But well, there really wasn't any reveals. Yeah, that, that, that car finally looks good. Uh, and I, I don't think that uh, most people will recognize it as a Prius, probably, if you hide the name of it. What do you think, Carl? Yeah, I mean, I think they did almost a perfect job of making it still have a Prius proportions and family resemblance and looking as good as it possibly could while doing that. Uh, it would be my assessment. It still looks like a Prius. I think I think if you had it, if you, no one show, told you what they were about to unveil and they showed you a picture of it, you would say, that looks like a Prius 
that's gone to a really good uh, a cosmetic surgeon and had every single flaw fixed. Uh, that to me, that's what it looks like. That's a good assessment. Yeah, from the exterior. And in the interior, they finally moved the instrument cluster from the middle of the stupid <laughs> console to the front of the, or behind the wheel, which is like a huge improvement. Oh, I think it looks great. Yeah, but you know why they do that, Javier? Is because I know. They, they like it for both markets. You know, they want to sell it all over the planet and all. Every time, every time you see a gauge cluster or, or a main instrumentation yeah. in the middle of a vehicle, <clears throat> Tesla, <clears throat> that's a, a money-saving effort to sell it all over the planet and not spend extra money to have right and left-hand uh, you know, dash, dashboards. So anyway, we're going to test drive that car later, well, early December, I mean, and maybe we'll be talking about it next year for a potential award. But I think let's take this opportunity to talk about the candidates for the North American car, truck, and utility vehicle of the year, uh, which the finalists were announced in LA. You were there, Carl. Yeah, I was. And uh, we've got, you know, an interesting crop of finalists this year. You know, there's nine vehicles, three for each category, of course. And the majority of them are non-internal combustion and i don't think that's happened before i think this is the first year where that's true but all the utilities are battery powered two of the trucks are battery powered and one of the cars is battery powered so of the nine vehicles only four of them are uh, uh sorry three of them are powered by internal combustion yeah that's pretty interesting and i guess a trend that will continue in the next years and again, if the Prius makes it to this stage next year, it will be a plug-in hybrid. So it's uh, electrified at least. Right. Uh, already, yeah. Let's go. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that it was interesting because we had 26 vehicles that were voted to semifinals from an initial field of 47 vehicles. And of that, we're down to three in each category. And then the winners are announced in January. So it, it, it's a big, big change. I mean, this is some great vehicles. Uh, I think of them. I think I've driven all of them but one. So, see if I can get my hands on okay. it. So let's uh, let's go, Lauren, and tell us what uh, what's your favorite or what do you think about the three candidates for car: Acura Integra, Genesis G80 EV, and the Nissan Z. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I like and what I think is going to win. Uh, I love the Acura Integra. I think they did a great job bringing the name back. It's a fun car. I'm a huge fan of the G80 EV, but um, I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily the winner. I think because it's we're each only three of fifty jurors. I believe the Z car is going to win, uh, even though I'm a big fan of the Acura Integra. I'll I'll be surprised. We get to see the numbers at the end. Carl, uh, I would have roughly the same assessment, though. I think. I think it might be the Integra that wins. Um, oh. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I mean, it's, those are the two internal combustion cars. I think the Genesis is up against the fact that it's the exact same thing as the internal combustion cars, just electric powered. So that's cool, but I don't think that's going to be seen as really innovative by the jurors. So I think it is going to be the Acura or the Nissan. But um, the Acura's got a wider audience. It's a you know, it's a four-door hatch. It's a lower cost. So the Z is very focused. Um, and honestly, you know, I've driven the Z. I think it's fine, um, but it's still riding on a platform that essentially was the platform the 350Z came out on 20 years ago. I mean, it's a 20-year-old platform for all intents and purposes. So, Yeah. So I guess I'm going to be the tiebreaker, at least in our group, these three jurors. Uh -huh. 
I like the Integra, but to your point, Carl, this is pretty much the same as the Civic, which won last year. And uh, yeah, they, it's a little bit more refined, but there's a lot of Civic in this car. And um, I agree with the G80 EV. It's a fantastic car, but not really different, just in the terms that it has an electric powertrain, and it's really good. And then the Nissan C, yes, it's also a, an old platform, but uh, I think they, they, they did a great job in the design. Um, when I saw it first in pictures, didn't like the grill, that rectangle, like flat, but actually it has, there's a lot going on in there. So probably I, I see a close voting between the Integra and the C, but I'm going to give, I think, more votes to the C. All right. Very interesting. Well, we're going to find out. Soon, soon we'll know. Yeah. Well, the truck one's an easy one. I think the truck is the easiest. I know. Truck is should even we talk about if, the, it. if our if we all agree on this and it doesn't win, there's some fraudulent voting going on. <laughs> Obviously, it's the ZR2 um, uh, Silverado, of course, right? Right. <laughs> a trim level. Actually, that's a great zone. truck. It's a great truck, but it's not the winner. <laughs> I I no, really think they did a the wonderful. Lordstown Endurance, Carl. <laughs> right. It's <gonna> be <laughs> Car, now, if that wins, no one's heard of. there's something fishy going on. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. tell you um, something that has been happening in my Twitter feed lately. Well, not lately, since May, basically, when we drove the Lightning. And I declared that based on the fact that there were only three candidates, uh, Silverado, CR2, the Lightning, and the Endurance, I pretty much declared that the Lightning was the winner. Oh my God, I got a lot of backlash from that. And I think really, it's a Lordstone uh, employee. Really? <laughs> not, he doesn't go by his own name. Uh, of course. Oh my God. But every time I publish something about about the saying that the Lightning is the winner already, he said, oh, that's so corrupt. Like you didn't even try it and all that. And we did drive the Endurance. We all drove the Endurance. Uh, the Lordstown Endurance at the, at the Nactoy uh, yep. semifinalist drive. Exactly, but it was a pre-production vehicle. It's only right. sold for uh, commercial uh, business. I mean, like businesses, like uh, commercial fleets. And I don't think, Carl, maybe you know will know more about it. They really don't have many units produced and and delivered. No, there's going to barely be any available before the end of the calendar year, which is technically what you have to have to even be eligible for this award. But um, more importantly, yeah. I think, I think it will be a effective fleet vehicle. Uh, it's, it's just clearly not on the same level as either of the other two vehicles and all. It's just not, it feels like an industrial vehicle. And I think that's what it's going to be is an industrial vehicle, but it shouldn't be truck of the year because this is a consumer oriented award. Exactly. And actually it looks a very good looking truck. Uh, I almost said it was almost a waste of uh, exterior design for a commercial vehicle because it looks pretty cool with all those lines going from the front down and then up in the back. Uh, pretty simple in terms of uh, equipment, but that's why fleet um, managers want in those kind of vehicles, right, Lauren? Right. I mean, I, the Lordstown Endurance is interesting. It's made in the U.S. Uh, originally, it was partnered with GM, went out on its own. But I mean, when you're talking about trucks in general, it's got to be a truck that people can use. And the one thing about the Silverado, and I don't want to slight that at all, is it's a really fun little truck. But the ZR2 is a trim level. And the Lightning is a completely different vehicle overall. Um, and, and that's one of the things that 
I don't know. The lightning truck does have its issues. I just posted a video on the pros and cons. And, you know, as, for to as far as towing capacity, you want the Silverado. If, you know, if you're looking at, you know, I want an electric vehicle, I want that front trunk, I want all that cool technology, then that's a lightning. But the Lordstown is a neat vehicle. It's just certainly not as polished and refined and detailed as anything Chevy, Ford, or, or even uh, Ram is putting out. So we agree that the lightning is the winner? Yeah. The lightning, the lightning will be. Yes. So three in a row for Ford, the F-150 in a 21, the Maverick 22, and the Lightning 23. And based on your opinion, Lauren, the Raptor might be next year. <laughs> uh, well, we shall see. It would be the Raptor R. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be just the, it wouldn't be the Bronco Raptor. Because the Bronco Raptor is, is basically a trim level. But the Raptor R is completely different. Uh, Carl and I drove it at the same time. We both had a lot of fun. We did some off-roading. Amazing. Could have spent even more time driving it. It was that, that much of a joy. Yeah. So, Carl, give us your favorites for SUV of the year. Lyric GV60 and Kia EV6, which is pretty much the same as the Ionic 5 that won last year. Yeah, this is a much tighter race and tougher to call than the other two categories in my mind because um, you can make a good argument for any any of these three uh, they're basically all electric suvs and so um they're they've each got strengths and weaknesses i think um i think the best probably execution for the widest number of people is the kia um i think you've got because there's really the ev6 and then there's the gt version which is the high performance version which we technically are not supposed to have driven yet and know what it's like yet but um to, to me that's a subset of the <laughs> ev6 so it's part of that model line and so the fact that they've got kind of a functional purely you know effect purely utilitarian version of that car and then they've got this high performance version that's pretty quick uh right there makes it kind of cooler than the other two and i think its starting price is lower than the other two as well so um so to me and i'm pretty sure you guys correct me if i'm wrong isn't the genesis gv60 and the ev6 they're on the same platform just like the ionic 5 yes, all three of them absolutely. are on the same platform so they're, they're mm -hmm. all they're all the that same essential vehicle they're just one's got a hyundai badge one's got a genesis badge one's got a kia badge uh, and the hyundai already won last year like you said because it was really well executed so um the lyric seems completely fine and uh, as anyone who knows really what language is, when you say fine, what you're saying is not, not you know, blow you away. It's totally fine. It totally does what it needs to do. But I don't think either styling wise or just, you know, you know, even like cost, you know, value wise for what you pay and what you get and all that. I don't think it's as interesting or effective or even, even, even styling. You know, the styling of that vehicle isn't as compelling as the other two in my mind. But based on the numbers of uh, Detroit-based jurors of the 50, Lauren, uh, what do you think uh, that factor might impact the yeah. results? Well, you know, it's funny. The only of the three vehicles I haven't driven, haven't been able to get my hands on, is a Cadillac Lyric. Um, I couldn't go to the drive event, and I have not driven it. I have sent emails to them, multiple emails, but they can't get my vote unless I drive it. So I've only seen pictures, read articles, and seen their press materials. So hopefully I'll get a chance to make a fair evaluation. But of the two, the Genesis GV60 and the EV6, I was actually surprised. I thought the EV6 ran last year, but it ran last year as a finalist in the World Car of the Year. And lost to the right. Ionic 5. And with that thought in mind, that makes me think that 
Right. Right. And and I th- I think that the EV6 will win. Now, my personal choice as far as cool technology and the coolest looking vehicle based on everything I've read and everything I've experienced, the GV60 is a cool piece. Yeah. Really liked it. Um, but because we there are I believe there are more California and Detroit based jurors um overall, my guess is that it'll probably be the EV6 because they like more Vehicles that are not just produced in the U.S., which this one is. It's made in uh, West Point, Georgia. But I also believe that they want something that's reasonably priced for the average person. So if you've got money, GV60. If you want something that – it's still a cool car is the EV6. I love the look of the Cadillac. I just don't think it's obtainable for the masses based on the price point. And the the volume, too. And they're not producing that many. They wouldn't even tell us how many they they have ready – for sale. Right. And that's a big problem. If they're saying they've got, they have none for sale or they have a a very small amount for sale, that presents a problem. Yeah. And that's kind of like, seems like the GM story, right? Like, like, you know, they've done these Hummers, but they were super expensive and not that many were made. They've got the Silverado coming, but it's like another year and away. And then who knows how many of those are going to be made. And it's going to be super expensive. Now they've got the Lyric, not that many going to be made also expensive, you know? So it's like, it's you know gm is clearly trying to jump into the electric vehicle realm as quickly as possible but they're lagging even ford the lightning's been out for a while now and it, and it keeps going and now yeah. hyundai kia you know the the hyundai kia organization and stuff so there's just they're just being challenged general motors is being challenged to get their electric car vehicles launched and every time you hear there's a new one it's like oh it won't be out for this many years or well it's going to come out okay all the orders were filled in 18 <laughs> minutes after we put it up on the on the site you know and then yeah. because we're only going to real yeah because they're like three yeah, because we only made 1800 available or 800 available or whatever the number is <laughs> well, remember they they take a loss on every single one that's why so if you're taking a loss in every vehicle but if they make none if they go we're not doing it we're not going to comply there's billions of dollars in fines so you can have millions of dollars in losses or billions of dollars in fines Obviously, they're going to take the smaller impact to them on the bottom line. Yeah. But they're producing them. I mean, Mary Barra is all in. But I do want to forewarn anyone who's yeah. thinking about an EV. Remember that $7,500 tax credit. If you make more than $150,000 a year or if the vehicle is over $55,000 for a car or $80,000 for a truck, you don't get the discount. Well, it's one and then starting or in, if the battery is not made in the U.S. That's or 23. the materials are not refined in right. the U.S. That's for 2023. So if you're thinking about an electric vehicle, buy it in 22 because in 23, nothing clears yeah. the bar. But right now, there's only like a dozen cars that do. I know that Hyundai and Kia are, are scrambling to build a battery factory here. Everybody I is. Mean. But the materials are still coming from overseas. So that is a massive problem. And unless they decide to push it forward right now, there's a limited amount of vehicles. So... When you're thinking about that $7,500 federal tax credit, you have to have at least that much in federal bill yeah. due. So if you, you're an independent contractor and you owe more than $7,500 to the federal government, you can use that to reduce that amount. You don't get a check. You don't get a discounted off the price of the vehicle. And if you lease, you're not included. Yeah. That's the other thing. There's no yeah. nothing available for lease. So, and used cars also has to be at least two years old and can't be more than $25,000. Again, there's so many limitations that make it almost impossible to get yeah. credit. Yeah. Well, but in terms of uh, the topic of this uh, podcast, uh, the winners from Nactoy, we'll learn in a little bit more over a month. So we're going to say goodbye for now. Enjoy the most unproductive time of the year, you both, and I'll see you <laughs> sometime soon, I guess. <laughs>
Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we'll see. I'll probably see you after the first of the year. I'm not traveling. I have nothing booked until after the first of the year. So maybe I'll see you down in Florida. Okay. Yep. All right, you guys. Have a great rest of your holiday weekend. All right. Thank you. You can follow Carl Brower at Carl Brower on YouTube, on all social media. Javier is at Javier Mota, and I'm at Lauren Fix. We appreciate you watching. Make sure to share this with your friends. Like and subscribe. We do appreciate your support. And we'll hopefully listen to you next time. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>